Did you know there's something called ghost hunting in the solar system? It's the search for any bit of residual light in the darkness of space and to try to find out where that's coming from. Well, our next guest specializes in the search for this extragalactic background light. Joined us now to talk about his research and more is Roger Windhorst, uh, Windhorst Warst, I should say, uh, the veteran astronomer and regents professor at Arizona State University. Roger, thank you so much for joining us. Sure. Thank you for having me here. Now, tell me a bit about your research here. What is ghost hunting? Well, we have analyzed um, just about all the images of Hubble in the last uh, 28, uh, almost 30 years uh, with its modern cameras. And um, normally people look at galaxies and stars, but there is a lot of light between the galaxies and stars. And most of that light actually comes from within Jupiter's orbit, so within, you know, five times the distance uh, from the sun. And it is light reflected, sunlight reflected by the dust in the zodiacal cloud, which you can also see by eye. If you have a dark sky and you look just after sunset in the right direction near the horizon, you can see the zodiacal belt, but it needs to be dark and clear. And we found that in 250,000 Hubble images, there is some extra light, you know, a little less than 10% compared to what the zodiacal models predict. And that is, you know, more than what our error bars, error budget allows. And we think it is actually faint light that hangs around the sun uh, being reflected by dust particles that old comets have once upon a time deposited when they passed by the sun. So it's a faint, dim glow, if you wish, that was not present in the models. So all the light that we know about, this is outside of that. So that's why you're trying to figure out where is this light coming from? Yeah, where it's coming from. And people had thought for a long time that most of this would come from outside the galaxy. The the integrated light from all the galaxies and the stuff hanging between the galaxies and the universe. But there is too much of that. Uh, there is a dim glow that has been seen, as you may have heard, by this mission called New Horizon past the orbit of Pluto. And that is much dimmer than we see. We still don't quite know what to make of it. So there could be some light out there that comes from outside the solar system, but not accounted for by all the stars and galaxies that we know of. So that is uh, another part of the mystery. But we have shown that most of that glow probably comes from inside the solar system, um, just hanging around us. Think of yourself standing in a parking lot uh, on a foggy night. And there's a flashlight, you know, there's a street light there. And from a distance, the street light will have a, a glow surrounding it, light reflected off the mist. And it is kind of like that. And it is not that far from the sun where this light is being reflected. Like a halo. A halo, yes, exactly. Ah. That's a good way to say it, yes. How do you how do you even start to look for this, Dr. Windhorst? Like where how powerful does your telescope have to be? And is this something that you could only do recently because of technology? Um, yeah, you need to be outside the Earth's atmosphere. And even with Hubble it's hard because Hubble goes around the Earth every ninety six minutes. That means it has fifteen sunrises and fifteen sunsets a day. And that's not only tiring for the astronauts when they service, but also tiring for the telescope. You know, you get a lot of uh, um, st- uh, the telescope contracts and expands when it uh, gets heated up by the sun. And after it goes in the Earth's shadow, it, it becomes a little smaller again. 
And then when you get too close to the Earth's limb to looking at, you know, the Earth rise, so to speak, then you get a little bit of extra straight light too, where you really had to filter out the parts of the orbit that we could use for this measurement. And I had a large group of people working on this, including many uh, students. And um, we figured out that that light is there, but it's probably just mostly inside the solar system, inside our inner solar system. Now, most of us only dream of having like an aha moment of discovering something like that. But is that what you get when you were researching something like this? Or is it discovered over time, bit by bit, like putting a puzzle piece together? No, we hadn't expected this. We knew we could do it. We had expected to see the extragalactic background lights uh, to be brighter than it really is. And, and we don't, but we saw this other light, but it was so clearly the shape of the light that would come from the solar system compared to the model. Um, that, you know, and the model is pretty good. It explains most of what we see, the zodiacal disk and old comet trails and various other streams of particles that reflect the sunlight. But the model had never really um, incorporated this spherical halo model around the sun that embeds the Earth that causes this very dim stray light. That's fascinating. Uh, Dr. Winhurst, while I have you, can I also ask you about a story in the news today about this this vortex, so this a piece of particle that broke off from the sun? Like, what is going on with this? Well, the sun is in an active period right now. Every 11 years or 22 years, really, um, the sun goes through a period where its upper uh, atmosphere, the uh, chromosphere and the corona become magnetically more active. The uh, magnetic field inside the sun will also uh, reverse and you will see more sunspots and there will be more um, uh, radiation magnetic uh, particles, uh, protons and electrons uh, spewed out of the sun in particular the area around the sunspots. And that is happening now and it will be increasing um, towards uh, 24, 25. So it peaks in the next two years and then it takes the slow decline again the 10 years thereafter. It, it's quite repetitive every 11 years. You can set your clock to it. You will see more northern, light, more northern lights in Canada. Um, the good news is you just heard the weather forecast for Victoria or, or, or Vancouver, but um, the, the, the weather forecast for the sun is that the coming solar cycle is, is expected to be not as strong as it was um, a number of decades ago. So we have a somewhat lesser effect uh, these next few few coming years for coming from the sun. Interesting. The sun is like endlessly fascinating. It feels like there's still so much that we don't know. Like with this, this vortex that is happening, they're saying they haven't seen this before. No, we have also more and better solar observatories now, right? Soho right. and Stereo that look down on the sun. And, and this is, by the way, how we also knew that there is probably far more comets than we ever observed. There's, you know, a comet almost falling in the sun every day, as these facilities have observed. And yeah, these facilities also see this, uh, this strange magnetic mixing happening in the sun. We, we don't fully, uh, completely understand the sun. And that's, yeah. It's a complex beast. I know. And endless work for you, too. Lots of things for you to do for you and your students. Uh, Thank you for your time this morning.
Sure, you're welcome. Appreciate that. Dr. Roger Windhorst is a veteran astronomer and regents professor at Arizona State University School of Earth and Space Exploration. Always fascinating to talk about outer space for sure.